<laughs> Welcome to Invincipod, probably the best podcast about the Amazon TV original show Invincible. I'm James. I'm Ralph. And I think I change that intro very slightly every single time. It's, it's fine. You know what? Yeah. Uh, the I'm Invincible pretty sure the podcast... comics. Yeah. yeah. But the Invincible podcast starts with probably the greatest. Oh, man. We've been doing it longer than them, though, haven't we? No, no, no. I think they've been oh, doing it since... I think they've been covering the comics. Oh, okay. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's it's kind of the... It makes sense. It's Yeah, if you've read also, the books, you know. <laughs> also, it's not an absolute statement. No, it's, it's only probably. Like, we it's, don't it's know. Up to, it's up to anybody, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Like, I like both. I like both. Um, um, hey, no, Ralph. This, I feel like I've spent more time with you this week than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's been a week. It has been a and, week. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a nuts week. And I've been, like, super crazy busy with the movie. I look really pale today. And I don't know why. Have you been hanging out it's, with it's... Eve? I noticed that Eve was very pale <laughs> in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. I just I did I a know. second watch this afternoon. I was able to get a second watch in. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was noticing little details like that. Yeah. I... Uh, at one point this week, I decided to go through some a, a short box. I have one short box oh. left. I, I made a short box uh, for my brother-in-law and gave it to him. And he uh, he's been doing uh, restoring and and CGC grading of books. Oh wow! And so I was going through some books, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm, I might just take these there too because mm. I, I don't I don't I read it all digital. But I found yeah. this. I have one copy of Invincible that I found. Nice. And look what he's wearing. Oh, it's a great one. It's the one of the Wolfman. Is that the crossover issue? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's part one of two. Yeah. Um, I also have a bunch of Wolfman in there, but yeah. Um, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I do like the the black and blue it suit. Good. It looked really good. I don't know. And then I watched last night's episode or today's episode. Technically, mm. I guess I don't know. It was probably today for you. It was, yeah, it was uh, midnight. It, yeah, it dropped at midnight UK time. So it's, it's so still I, today's episode. I do a lot of wild theorizing on the shows we do. Yep. And I feel like something I mentioned last week is coming true. I am 100% with you. Last week, I didn't notice it as much as you did. and But I was like, yeah, I could believe that. I could see that happening. This yeah. time around, after this episode, I'm 100% with you. If If it's not that... Yeah. And they're trolling on purpose. Right. But it, we're, we're talking about the black and blue suit. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that when the Invincible thing came up and the blood blacked out the whole screen and then there's a crack, I noticed there was a lot of blue. This time around, I noticed there was a lot of blue, but the Invincible logo was black. Yeah. Um, and I think at the end of these four episodes... It's the right blue Angstrom's, as well. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Angstrom, we, we had it teased today. Yep. Um, Angstrom's going to, I think, at the end of these four episodes, because Kirkman said it's a good stopping place to pause and then get into the next season. It's a good setup Mm -hmm. for the back half of the season. And I think we're going to see the Invincible War. And I I think think Angstrom's going to bring out all the Invincibles to fight our Invincible uh, for what he did to all the Angstroms. And um, um, that, that... we we could get the black and, we could get the black and blue as early as next week potentially, right? Like right. it's it's just one of those things. Like get beat up early in the like early in the episode has a fight gets beat up goes and visits um, uh, Art and we get some Mark Hamill 
and he's like well i've been thinking about a change you know i, I want to differentiate myself from that guy that everyone saw on tv fighting omni-man right and so okay oh, well, i've been working on something it's more of a slick design those big knee pads and things like that um can yeah. go like so I here like you go How, <laughs> i don't know i like i like the i like the, the version two yeah i like the version oh, two yeah. of the colors of this suit so like with all the right. the slickness of the black and blue but back in og colors that's right. my that's that's peak invincible oh, okay and then speaking of predictions i i mean i felt like this was kind of an obvious one but it didn't hit me until my rewatch mm. that uh darkwing uh magnetized those two dudes to the silo yeah. on top of yeah. that building and i'm like i'm like well that that, that i don't that know now. if it's in the comics i think it but, is but i could see is it in the comics because i could see kirkman does that it's like seeing the vulture of they love recurring, season one recurring panels yeah yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. callback jokes like that like never yeah. drawn attention to it but like if you remember that single panel it'll be framed exactly the same like it's it's just the yeah. same but with a tweak to it um yeah. I'm pretty sure it's from the comics. If not, it's so close to gags that they did in the comics. That... And it, yeah, if it's exactly like Kirkman would do that shit, like the yeah. like bringing back the bag of trash that he threw in the air, uh, bringing yeah. back. I don't know what the vulture's name is. Do, oh, do you no. know what the vulture um, is? Because it happened no, in the I comic. Don't. It happened in the. Mm. It happened in season one. Yeah, where Mark was flying into space and you just see him kind of float in the frame like a dead yeah. body. <laughs> like that's so Kirkman. Uh-huh. So I. It, it, maybe it's I, can't wait, I can't wait until we it. see london i can't wait until we see london and like we saw london the, no but i mean in this episode uh, like after this episode where like the the graduation cap comes down as well oh, and, oh, like oh, like the the evolution of the the london like I, I, cult. I, I feel bad i feel bad so i watch it with stevie stevie's read some of invincible a lot of yep. invincible i don't know if she's read the whole thing um but I, she, I'm sitting there, I'm watching, and I'm like, pretty sure Mark makes it to his graduation because there's the famous cover of him throwing the hat way higher. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he grabs his hat, and I like split seconds before it happens. I'm gonna, I say, oh, oh he's okay. gonna throw his hat way higher. Yeah. And then she like ruined it for her. But it, it's <laughs> one of those things where I'm so excited seeing stuff from the comics pop up in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned last week that I wasn't really into Angstrom levy that much his storyline but i thought they did a good job and i was excited about the episode this episode i'm really excited about i feel like if anybody's curious about what the book invincible is like this i feel like this episode encapsulates it so much more yeah they they covered like six issues worth of stuff i think in this like each one of those little stories that we got in this episode are probably an issue sometimes two issues of the comic yeah but it's done so well that i never feel slighted like i remember the the darkwing stuff and i remember like that issue ends with him trapped in the like the shadow realm or whatever it is right like and then and then the next issue picks up and it's him getting out and trying to figure out how to get out whereas in this they do it tight like and they do it really quick and they make mark threatening in it which i think is a really good way of doing that and keeping that in the forefront of our minds that like mark yeah. isn't his father but he's still a viltramite he's still got but that he could st- that dog in he him he could still use his dad's reputation as and he a can scare tactic. people and he needs to scare people 
and it's how how oh, or how far do you lean into that or does that shadow area bring out the darkness in you could be could be i'd like uh, yeah you reflect like on see. that and doing that mm, maybe and um, and then we, we're talking about the costume like he definitely leans i wouldn't say darker when he's wearing that costume but it's it is it's the equivalent of robin becoming nightwing that's like like yeah. mark is such a parallel to like dick grayson in general but it's yeah. it's very much it's uh becoming his own man not becoming like maturing really like yeah right yeah yeah in this episode uh debbie calls him kid. the last days of his being a kid and he's like yeah. i'm an adult and yeah. we've all he's gone 18 through now. like yeah absolutely is that it is that awkward cusp period where he's still at home he is still a kid he's but he's not and we see he's, he's 18 he's graduated yeah and then we see eve who's fully competent and can function on her own living in Kashyyyk like like, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and her dad is the absolute worst still yeah um you said you you've watched this stevie and uh like stevie's read some of invincible uh we watched the this time around uh liz and i and she watched season one and loved season one and then i gave her like the first three trades to read and she read through all those she hasn't read any more since then but yeah, yeah like and yeah blast absolutely blast through him um but but is excited to watch this show and just sits there and just be giggling the whole way through she and when when this episode finished she sort of turns to me she's like i really like the show because it's really funny and all the way through whenever we got like dark seismic or the lizard league or uh any of the other bad guys she's just like i love the bad guys in this they're they're the best they're the absolute best and then also in this one we get um shapesmith we get Russ Livingston. Right. Okay. Like, there's so okay. There's yeah. so many things you're bringing up that I want to talk about. First of all, uh, I've got um, I just like say, my notes are just lists of names. Okay. So so for those of you that haven't read the book, um, and James says that this is probably like six issues. I don't know. That was a guess. Yeah. Which, but I'm just saying, as an example, like if you want to read this book, if you want to read Invincible. It would probably take you as long as this episode to get through six issues of Invincible. It reads the pacing of the show is it feels equivalent like the to book. the pacing in the book. And the yeah. book is I'm not much of a reader, but I can just blast through the book. It's so entertaining. And and, and you and I are both like comic fans who are like comic books. So like it's not like I know some comic readers, like when I was yeah. working at the shop, there was a guy who he'd read through every single comic. He'd read through like a Bendis book. He'd read through an issue of powers in like two minutes and i'm just like are you even taking in what's on the page yeah. like but it's just going word balloon to word balloon whereas you and i like you read in a comic book because you want the art like that's the point of a comic book it's so yeah like i'm taking it all in but unless yes, you just want to consume the story but the yeah. thing with the comic is i'm going to open so... up to a random page mm. of uh of the thing like ryan otley's art is so concise and so perfect yeah. that you it's don't need to sit there and stare they do that thing where he repeats the same panels yeah. so that the only thing that really matters is the word balloons. And there's a joke brought up in one of the early episodes about reusing panels. It's, it's when um, he goes to, to visit the essentially Kirkman at the comic book shop, isn't it? It's the science dog writer. Yeah. And he's, he talks yeah. about lazy, lazy artists. Yeah. So look at the amount of art versus the word. So you're not yeah. really reading that much. So for me, you're looking at the pictures, but mm. since the story moves at such a quick pace, you want to yeah. like blink as fast as you can and get all the information in, in yeah. the image so you can get to the next one. That's it. And like that's, you know I think it, the best, the best through. comic art is that like, 
Yeah. yeah. And, and Otley um, is so good at his page layouts. It's just, you can just blast through it. Oh man, Otley's Wolfman. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's the like, best. Was it, was it Ryan Howard? It wasn't yeah, Ryan Howard. Yeah, that's. He did. He did Super Dinosaur, and I just looked it up too. It's on a different um, shelf. I can't see it. It's around the corner. <laughs> but but the art is like so concise. The characters yeah. pop. I don't know if that's FCO. I don't know if that's uh, um, Otley's layouts. But mm. it, it, it's it. The characters are so maybe because they're so bright, like yeah. the show. Like the characters are so bright and colorful and stand out um, that. Uh, you know, it just pops. It's just, it's just, like, that's, it's just so easy. It's such an easy yeah. page turner because it's not super dense like uh, like a McFarlane style, yeah, 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 yeah. where you have to like really look at and take in all the detail. It's uh-huh. like all one of those, all one of those uh, comic artists. I'm trying to remember his name. He did a, an Oni Press book, um, little black and white Oni Press book called um, Wonton Soup. Yeah, uh, that guy. Yeah. He's amazing. But his stuff is so dense. They like you want to like blow it up and put it on a wall and just look at it because it's there's so much going on um it's it's great comic book art but it's more like, like just really cool dense art that you want to watch um yeah, yeah. oh um, it's jason howard jason howard there you go i knew that was howard as soon as you said howard, I was like that sounds right yeah because stevie said isn't that the guy from bj novak yeah. yeah um bj novak's in the show isn't he i'm sure he is i don't know i'll tell you who is in the show Ben Schwartz and ben I got Schwartz confused. In the show. I got he's, confused. He's, he's because, a couple of characters. Well, well, yeah, but I was like, oh, when the when the uh, the astronaut Martian came, and I was like, oh, that sounds like Ben Schwartz. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's Ben Schwartz. I'm a big fan of Sonic. I'm a big fan of Ben Schwartz. And I I'm just like, like ben, Schwartz. ben Schwartz. Yeah, he's great. And then Shapesmith comes in. I'm like, wait, that's also Ben Schwartz. That's also Ben Schwartz. And it took me. Far too long to realize it's the same character. It's the Martian becomes <laughs> the shapeshift or uh, shapesmith, and um, he's also the criminal on the roof that um, Darkwing is fighting uh, at, at the beginning right. when we first see Darkwing. Like he's he's that guy as well. So it's like you yeah, get people like in the booth, just voices. yeah, totally. Yeah. So and so, that was the other one. Like amazingly, like they had Tatiana Maslany playing the forewoman of that that construction site that Eve goes to, right? And it was just like, okay, so she's probably another character, but they just had her in the booth and were like, oh, can you read these few lines as well? Give us a gruff yeah. voice for that. Um, I talk about Ben Schwartz for a second. Hit me. For years, for years, Ben Schwartz has been championing this uh, after the Suicide Squad came out that James Gunn directed. He really started hitting James Gunn pretty hard, uh, tossing his hat in the ring to play Plastic Man. And Ben Schwartz would be the perfect plastic yeah. man. Yeah. And I feel like Robert Kirkman saw those Twitter interactions. I was you like, <laughs> you want to be, be plastic man? Here's Here your audition. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking, as soon as I saw that he was a shapesmith, I was like, this is the Kirkman. <laughs> if Kirkman wants, Kirkman wants all these character be, characters to be one for one like DC or Marvel characters usually hang, hangs out closer to DC um, for, for these guys yeah uh, uh, I was like oh my gosh what a what a fucking great like pull to use to use Ben Schwartz yeah. like 
it's I don't one know of those if, if you know, you know. That he was the type of, of character. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's, oh, it's, it, it was so good. The, the the voice casting in this, like you you look at the names and you go, wow, that's amazing. That's so good that they got this person, that person. But then the pairing of the actor to the character and then the, the way that they are delivering, the portrayals that they are doing are all so good. Like we, we everyone loves Jason Manzoukas. Manzoukas is great. But when when I first sort of thought of him as um uh not Robert as um oh my god, why am I blanking Rex on the Rex, yes, Rex. When I first thought of him as Rex, uh I was like, oh, I don't know, that's not how I read Rex before. But then as soon as he starts talking and as soon as he starts being a douchebag, you're like Oh, this is so good. And this episode, they're like the introduction of Rex in this episode where he's coming in and he's pissing and moaning about getting beaten up in training. And and then just the way he's like, oh, fuck my life as he walks off. It's like there's, there's no one else. It's so be, Yeah, no. it's so, so, I'm so I'm still Rex. trying to get used to it because I've listened to I don't know how many hours of uh, how did this get made. Um, uh, okay, yeah. And so like just hearing his voice, I'm so associated with him. Yeah. So his is like one of the tougher ones. I think uh, Gillian Jacobs is another. So, uh, but I'm really get I'm really getting there. I'm really yeah. It, I, he's, he's really turning into Rex for me. I really enjoyed. Uh, I was thinking about it on my second watch through this time when Eve was rebuilding that apartment block and when she builds the the community park. Um, she, I was like, oh my god, Eve as a character is who Britta always wanted to be in Community, right? Like, she always wants to be that, like, she's bleeding heart liberal, like, wants to do everything yeah. for everyone. She wants to give, but she's also kind of selfish. At the same time, she's still a bit of a dick. Like, she's still, like, yeah. is in it for herself. But Self-righteous. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very self-righteous. But still, like, wanting to do it for the right reasons. Um, and it's like, yeah, that I just saw it and I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is Britta if she got superpowers to, like, yeah. make anything. Yeah, which I never really thought of Eve that way in the books. No, um, just having her as Eve, like for me, completely changes the character. Having it her around, her more of a character. Having her around because when she goes to Africa in the books, she's gone for a little bit. Yeah, like she she goes away and she's she's helping out stuff there. She's she's creating rivers and she's like helping Africa a lot but we don't see much we check in with her every now and then but we don't see her constantly whereas this I think is really smart it's like she still like is living out there she's still living in her like Kashyyyk treehouse and she's having a great time they're having parties she's growing beer on trees but she's also like she she's coming back to quote-unquote home to help out all the time she's still going to school so she I I think she's going to school and she's kind of she she says during the graduation like oh this is why i don't do superhero stuff anymore yeah and she she wants just any semblance of normalcy she didn't get yeah. that from her family yeah. she didn't get that from you know uh, the doctor who uh, created the teen teams yeah <laughs> the teen team or it's just she wants to she wants to be left alone yeah but she also needs people there for her and she doesn't know how to do that. She's she's got and, her core group with Mark, William, and Amber now. Like I feel like she's she's good with them, but she's yeah. obviously still struggling with her parents massively. Yeah. Um, oh. Her dad is the worst. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he made like a decent point 
I guess. But I mean, yeah, but I see where he's coming mom, from, but it's just the way. Yeah, but he's so awful. Yeah, and the yeah. mom is so passive. It's it's. You just feel bad. bad for her. She's she's. It's bad. Um, yeah. I do like the way that the show deals with family. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see it a lot. Uh, it's mentioned in. Um, we didn't talk about this when we were talking about the Last Jedi the other day on our other show, live action Star Wars, but. And that Ryan Johnson says, you know, everyone's looking at the Luke Skywalker, but you know, it, it might not be what you want. Yeah. It might not be the thing you need. It might not be the thing you think you're going to be getting. And that's like a, you know, you, 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 you expect to go see Luke Skywalker and he's just like fucking done yeah, and wants nothing to do with you. And that's a huge gut punch. So in this show, it's dealing with family of Nolan who betrayed you and left you, but still loves you versus the parents that are there for you or they're physically there for you, but fucking suck. Like it's, it's, it's mostly about, um, uh, who you decide is your family. I think because we're getting both sides of that, we're getting, uh, Mark's side and we're getting Eve's side. It wouldn't surprise me if that's the way that they get those two characters together is through that shared, like, again, Kirkman, trauma together. Do not kill Eve They're or Mark. They're not going to kill you. Nah, I, I I can't see it happening unless one of them gets a job and they can't do the show anymore. Like I don't, and even then, recast. Like recast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They shouldn't um, uh, if they needed to. So one of my favorite things is uh, the immortal is. I don't know if it's not talked about enough or I'm just obsessed with it is the immortal being Abraham Lincoln was Abraham. Abraham Lincoln was immortal. He got yep. shot in the head by John Wilkes Booth. They took him in and he took on another life. Yep. And he's Abraham. And Lincoln. he's, and, and, and not and just, Abraham. He's, he's been, he's been a bunch of different people like throughout time. Yeah. Sort of he's been around. So, so hearing Reginald Bell, John or, uh, or <laughs> Pro- and Principal Winslow, like misquoting Abraham Lincoln, it keeps it makes me think of like Invincible can go. Clarify. Did you that say this? Yeah, yeah. Or, but like, nobody knows, I could, right? I could see, it, I could see it being William who does that. Like if William ever has an encounter with him, like if he's like, yeah. I heard this once, and I like, yeah. I, I, I think the best way of playing that scene out is if uh, Immortal turns around, and it's like, yeah, it wasn't my finest quote, really, was it? So it's like, it was him, but it's just like, yeah, it wasn't a very good one. <laughs> right. I want to see, that's the thing. Who knows that he's Lincoln? Maybe Cecil? You think Cecil I, has to know, right? I think Cecil probably knows, but that might be it. Will Duplicate know? Uh, I mean, down there. the line. Down, down the line. Yeah, I love that. Like, again, as soon as... And I, that's again, watching this with Stevie, I feel so bad because I spoil shit. Yeah, I, I, I managed to keep my mouth <laughs> shut, but like, as soon as um rex is in the locker and you hear duplicate and i'm like oh yeah i've completely forgotten that that was a thing until that moment like split seconds before it happened and then i was like yep that's that's a thing um yeah yeah it's it's so good it's really hard to talk about this show without spoiling stuff that we know from the comics but like again again, but here's the thing okay we've said it before we said it again if you read the entire series it really doesn't spoil the show it doesn't it enhances. I, yeah, I guess I'm more afraid of spoiling the comic than the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I because we know how long it takes, and we know we know 
what is in the comic so we know what to expect yeah. in the show whereas we don't know what the show is going to do we know that the show yeah. so far this season has stuck pretty close to the books um right. but it's it isn't afraid to take swings and to change stuff and to do more um so, and to reorder some things so like there was there was a scene in this episode where uh mark takes amber on a date to vegas lunch date to vegas i was, and I was like literally gonna bring that up that's some foreshadowing right like that feels like yeah some they have the backgrounds now for vegas exactly we've seen what vegas so, looks like so kirkman we're on to you the comic yeah. guys know if they be afraid of dinosaurs yeah, for for some reason, of all the things that I remember from the book, I remember Vegas. Me too. Like really, like it was a, vividly. It, it must have just been really impactful. But yeah, it would have been the, there was the a, same there was sort of time line... that you and I were both working at comic book shops and stuff as well. Probably reading yeah. it on like the Tuesday when it came in to ship or to sell on the Wednesday. So like, yeah. it's yeah, like I I just remember reading that issue and going, oh fuck, like they've <laughs> yeah. they, they've they've gone they've gone big there. Yeah, and it's what it's so funny because it's just a comic book, but for some reason, and Invincible is such like Invincible, even though they talk about Chicago in this, and it takes place in the real world, quote our world, it takes place in our world, I I should say. Um, So to see what happens to Vegas later, um, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but for some reason, I'm like, oh, like I've been to Vegas, like that's crazy that going down in Vegas. Um, and the fact that it's, it's, it's one of those it's a permanent change it's like it's a big deal that yeah it sort of carries forward and like I, that is, it's uh it's not it's not devil dinosaur that's a marvel character um who is it um something dinosaur it's like dinosaurus dinosaurus yeah i think it's some fun name um he's one of my favorite like bad guys from the the book because He's he's a wacky looking character, but he's he's really smart, and it's that's his whole thing. And the way that Mark chooses to try and work with him for a while, and the I'm way sorry. that it all plays out, it's so good. It's such a really interesting story, and I feel like that's around the time that he's falling out with Cecil as well, mm. and that's really interesting it, time in the books. It changes a lot. It changes a lot of stuff in the books. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, guys, look forward to Las Vegas. Coming Man, back. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was funny, too. When he took her to the to the Eiffel Tower, I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, wait a second. What if it's not? What if it's... And it's... One you know, of the other is that a casino? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I got it. Like, I got it just a split second before. Because the thing is, like, he said... So he said, I can't... I couldn't take you all the way to Europe. You yeah, know, you skim off. And Stevie Stevie said, Well, he did with he did it with Debbie though, right? And I was like, Yeah, but he just meant it during lunchtime, he can't go that fast. In in an hour, you can't get there and back. Yeah. But what made me laugh was like we all can picture we haven't seen it. We've seen him take Debbie. We've seen Omni Omni Man take Debbie to like Italy and stuff. Yeah. But we know he's taken her to Paris. Like it's mm-hmm. something that feels like we know. Absolutely. And it makes it makes uh Nolan more of a romantic, and then Mark can only get as far as Ford get as far as Vegas. That Eiffel Tower, and it's so endearing to the character. It's the equivalent it, of your parents going out for dinner to a nice fancy restaurant, and you just taking it to Bergamot. Like it's it's yeah. that yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um. So you mentioned the lizard, the Lizard League. Oh, 
so which good. I never I never really knew until watching a uh, sort of recap um, the, between the, seasons that they're Cobra, <laughs> that they're Cobra. But yeah. I knew because I, I they don't look like Cobra. No, but I mean they're, they're, the fact that but they're the, always the dude there. the dude that comes in later who's trying to take over gets shot in the head looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, King Serpent, King, what was it, Serpentar? The, the, what, what, the, the, Serpenta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I don't they, know. Like the the not Cobra Commander, other leader guy. So I don't remember Star their Supreme. headquarters. Uh, yeah, I don't remember their headquarters in the book. But their headquarters in here looks like the Terradrome toy oh, from, from G.I. Joe. Oh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does a bit. Is it the Terradrome? Something like that. Um... Yeah, uh, they they are very much like bad guys of that era. Your your GI Joe, Transformers, Turtles, like yeah, they are like one for one. That you've got your named characters, and then you've got your grunts, and they're yeah. they're always there. They are a joke. Uh, when Caesar was like, if they can't take down Lizard League, then they're not worth salt. Like they're not worth being around. Right. Basically, like right. um, oh, here we go. Oh yeah, so there's, yeah, yeah. yeah there's the that's the Cobra uh, playset, the Terradrome, I think. It's called Terradrome. Sure. Not um, Technodrome. A Terradrome. Yeah, Technodrome is what I was thinking of. Um, yeah. It's they. So when I saw it in this, I'm we, like, oh. Well, yeah. Do we do we see it? I think we saw that building in the Eve special. Um, if I remember rightly. Um, it looked familiar. If not, then I'm pretty sure we saw it in the comics. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is the Lizard League. Like, I, I just instinctively yeah. knew it. And I can't remember where I knew it from. Like, that's the thing with the show and the books. And now starting to blend together in my mind, like, which happened in what. And I kind of love that because it's keeping everything mm-hmm. fresh. It's bringing up memories of the books that I've not had for a little while now. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Kelly's here. I feel like we've got some bad news for Jeremy Kelly. We do have bad news for Jeremy Kelly. We have yeah. some real bad news for Jeremy we, Kelly. And should we save we, that listen, can I, we'll save it for the end. Uh, Jeremy, we anytime we bring up the show through text messages and, and, and communications. <laughs> we always uh, think about you. you get, we think about you and how this show goes. And we have bad news for you um, coming up in, in future episodes. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. So that's a teaser for you. We also Sorry. haven't really had any. Vactor's here. Vactor, hey. uh, I don't know what you... Uh, what your schedule's like, but we need to get you on the show. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I think we we yeah. well again to tease it a little bit forward. We can we can start to plan some things like that a little bit more. So the back half of this season uh, is looking good for us. Um, and Stevie says uh, invincible time again already. Yeah, I mean we did. We, yeah, we're going to be Friday. Invincible pod, invincible pod time has come around quick, but invincible time is yeah. still been a week. <laughs> it's been weekly. Um, Oh, <laughs> oh, we get it's so funny. No, 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 it's so oh, okay. funny because she walked in. She's gonna hear us say that after. Oh, okay, that's great. She's behind, and then yeah, I don't know, <laughs> just distracted. Um, let's just say it now. Uh, Jeremy, yeah. uh, I don't want to leave you hanging so long, uh, <laughs> but uh, James's work the reason why yeah, we do this I, at 7 30 in the mornings. <laughs> James got a promotion at work. Yeah. And so he's working days instead of graveyards, which yeah. means he's going to be at work at 7.30 our time. 
Yep. And we'll be getting home in time. Well, I'll be, I'll, yeah, I'll be finishing up r- r- around yeah. like 8.30 your time. I'll be finishing up. So yeah. our new start time uh, as of next week, as of, as of, yeah, as of next Friday, our new regular start time, things can change, obviously, but our new yeah. regular start time will be 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Uh, GMT, British time. Um yeah. So yeah, yeah uh, thanks, goes Stevie. For invi- that goes um, for live action Star Wars too. That goes for live action Star Wars and yeah, and congrats. All our shows. Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> it's I mean, uh, as it stands at the moment, it's technically only a three month interim thing, but it's quite likely that it'll be permanent. Um, I can't, I'm, right. I'm really imagine a time unless I hate it that it won't be permanent. Uh, yeah, I'm you're looking getting, forward to having evenings and weekends. Evenings and weekends, yeah. I'll get back, which is Amazing. nice, and it also oh, means that amazing. I won't need to rush out uh, and when we have to wrap these episodes up quick uh yeah. like it's really annoying when we're trying to book guests and stuff for the show that we're like oh, gotta find a week that i'm not working a wednesday or a friday so now yeah it doesn't really yeah. matter like if we go long we go long and we'll get those east a, coast folks at noon it's a bit of a better time to get guests on it's it's more like after work for uk people and like a little bit more of a sensible time for you guys it's only <laughs> only people like you jeremy who we always think about it's literally it, every like, single time every text message about the time of the show it's like oh no jeremy won't be able to, to drop him watch live yeah because yeah. i feel like jeremy's like our uh, he he got into this show and trusted us enough to read the book uh sight unseen by yeah. bought compendiums without just based on our based on our recommendation and we're so happy it worked out that we feel like we want to make sure we're making you nice and comfortable <laughs> and 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 uh catching up on the show when you can but yeah it might be it's fine it's fine it's, it's fine. fine it's better for the show overall for sure i think yeah um we like the the episode title of, of this one was I was about six hours away from losing my virginity to a fish, which is a quote from the books, not said yeah. in the show, and, and doesn't really doesn't doesn't play out that way at all. Yeah, it's does but not I think factor. it's because did did they flip this from the book? I can't remember how it plays out in the book. In the book, though, I just when I was watching it, I was like, is it a case of he goes down there, he thinks he's going to have to have a fight, and then he's told, no, you're not fighting anyone, you have to marry. Does, yes, I think you're correct. I think that's how, it, and they believe... flipped because they got rid of that archaic custom, which I loved the way that they played yes. it. Yes, and she was saying, "I love it." How she said, "I've been down here. I've been ruling. You know, yeah, I've been ruling this whole time." He just likes to go up and play superhero. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it did, it did. I think it was flipped, um, but I'm trying to remember in the book, does he actually lose his virginity to her? <laughs> no, don't think so no i think that 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 happens on dry land in in his bedroom he's the virgin at this point anyway no i think they might have i think that was probably part of the joke with the virgin daiquiri thing (laughs) not daiquiri virgin mai tai or whatever eve gives him uh yeah jeremy confirming thank you it slipped i thought that was the case and i i love it It's, it's such a good way of doing it because yeah we've had plenty of action throughout the episode but you know, people were still probably, if they'd just not done it that way, they would have been like, oh, there wasn't a lot going on in this episode. It felt a bit slow. Whereas it's doing it this way, giving him a fight. And then we get that moment where Cecil says, 
like you're not your father mark like you don't like you don't have to worry about this and he's like no i'm not my father but that's why i'm gonna go back and that's why i'm gonna go save them um cool yeah jeremy jeremy confirming that this isn't he doesn't mark. have sex with the fish in the comic but doesn't want to spoil what happens now i don't remember i need to i, I need remember. to i need to i remember it being a a, a thing like it being yeah. a plot point because it's it's you know it's still a, a teen dramery thing at that point like it's yeah yeah um yeah. but i i just love that moment things... where he's like i'm not my father so i am gonna go and save these people even though they were trying to kill me like it doesn't matter yeah. what they want to do to me i'm still going to protect innocence yeah um which is, uh, yes he's, and that's the that's the first hero. time where he's like he was like yeah i'm not my dad yeah he wasn't worrying about it and that. he was and also yeah. like how many people told him i think three different people either yeah. didn't or told him you're not your father or brought up something about what we're just saying is chicago's yeah. like is the way that's their linchpin like way of talking about the fight um yeah. and saying like oh yeah sorry bit awkward and like i know eve does it debbie does it um cecil does it like dark wing like like it comes up and it's just eating away at mark and yeah it's you can see it it's it's, i mean it's eating away at debbie as well in a different way which i want to talk about but like with mark what's nice is in episode one yeah he doesn't want to be seen because he's afraid of what people are going to think that he's going to be like his father in this one he finally makes the decision the best way to prove that i'm not my father is by being seen and doing yeah. stuff like this and so this is going to be a real good like he's really going to go out and start really superheroing in the name of good to prove that he's not his father maybe yeah maybe we do get the black and blue suit real soon i think it's coming i think it's coming real real soon yeah um yeah Speaking it, of things flipped, it could it could be a case of we get two invincible title cards this season: one in the front half, one in the back half. Um, yeah. And if if we got it that way around, I could see like a lot crumbling off next week, and then the final reveal of the black and blue for episode four. Um, so that it's like, boom! Here's the new look. Here's the new suit. And then I Can I could do some sort of patching of all the different invincibles from different oh that'd be interesting uh, dimensions sort of patching into yeah. like the weird designs like the I, I was thinking the back half of the, the season the, like the, the the 2024 like like early 2024 season stuff that title card might not even say invincible the show will still be killed with invincible but if it says mm-hmm. a different character's name and the way that that could be revealed over four episodes would be really interesting to me with a different logo on there, um, with a character that we teased last week that I'd like to see this season. I think I'd want to see that character this season. Uh, a young, a young man, a young yeah person. Yeah. Um, something that was different that I noticed this time. Yeah. And I don't fully understand is the shot of the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Now says parking in the front. Oh, does it? Was that not yeah. in the? Was that not at the very end when you cut to like the alternate Earth? Was that where Russ was? Uh, not Russ. Um, was that not where um, Angstrom went? Angstrom oh, and the oh. female Donald. Oh, 
I can't remember, but that got would it, make got sense. Got it, got it, got it. That would make sense got if, it's, it. if it's a different, different. Because I'm like, it's uh, been saying parking in the rear. That's like yeah. the joke. The yeah. joke in the book is like they use it's that Cory Walker's panel like every all the time. issue. <laughs> yeah. I love that it's in the show mm-hmm. every single time. Such a dumb little it's... joke, but it's brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. The the gender swaps. Uh, Cecil uh, and Donald was great. That's right. That's where it was. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um. Do we know who the actors that played those? I didn't look it up. I I didn't look it up. I didn't. I didn't do the the cool screen thing that you can do with Amazon. Okay. So then, speaking to Donald, Debbie's like the rest of us. uh, Donald, he died. Yeah. And Donald doesn't know. So that's what Stevie said. She's like, "Oh no, does she not know? Or does he not know he's a robot?" And Mm. I'm like. I don't. I guess not. That's not yeah. the same as the book, right? I don't think so. I think he just gets some robot guts and he's he's fine. Like he's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of like Donald I love more it. now. I, it I, gives I, him more I, I never really so liked like, Donald. Donald, Donald felt... was a character. He just spun out into Brit. Like that was that was Donald's like plot. Yeah. Really, was like he was introduced, and then as soon as Brit became a, its own book, he's just over there with with Brit, and in, is yeah. in that book more. So like Donald, he was just like a ass kissing. Yeah, he's he's a he's, I mean, he's he was what's his name from the the first uh, phase of Marvel films, like before that, like he's Coulson. Coulson, yeah, like, like when I when I first saw Coulson, like in the MCU, I was like, yeah, I know who this is. This is Donald from Invincible, basically. Like, um, so he's he's that guy, but I like this and the fact that he's curious about it and. He knows that Cecil doesn't tell everyone the truth, even the people closest to him. Cecil plays his... I mean, Cecil is always like your Nick Fury type. Like, that's exactly his role. Um, Mm. He's got a scarred face instead of the eye. Like, it's... it's, He's not going to tell everyone everything. He's doing other things. Uh, um, When he says to Donald, uh, grab that sound, send it down to the boys in R&D. Liz looked at me... Yeah, Liz Liz looked at me and went, What's up with the sound? I was like, Well, it seemed to daze Mark quite a lot, didn't it? Like it Yeah. That's a weapon. That's a weapon that is yeah. useful as and as soon as Mark said against. reading the book, you know that Cecil's always listening. I, I don't know if it's really mentioned in the show that much. As soon as he puts that earpiece like, in, he's in his ear the whole time. So when Mark when Mark and Debbie were having their moment in the kitchen. And Cecil pops up in his ear and says, kid, we need you. And he's like, and Mark was like, thank God. He's listening too, which is so fucked up. Cecil is, Cecil's like the most good guy. He's, he's really conniving. Mm. Uh, I think Walton Goggins is like the perfect casting. He's so good. Um, And I don't hear Walton Goggins, even though I hear Walton Goggins, I don't. But Walton Goggins is, he's he's one of those character actors who's, he does a lot of different roles. I think that's the thing with Walton Goggins, whereas like Mandzukas is always Mandzukas, but Walton Goggins can, he's kind of a chameleon. He can be whatever he needs to be. And he does it so perfect because, because Cecil's one of those characters where when you read him in the book, you're like, this guy's fucking shady. Yeah. But at the same time, like he has to be, otherwise we lose. Yeah. And he does save the day quite a lot. He is doing it for the right reasons. But, but like, he's essentially pulling Mark from a moment that he should be 
having with this but he mother, knows that Mark doesn't want to be out. there and he knows that it's going to be a distraction for Mark and he still uh, sees Mark as a tool like he's used yeah but, but so you one of those things you have to remember while watching the show and I get this more from the book and I think they're just easing us into this is that any scene with Mark you have to remember that Cecil is also in this conversation he's there he is listening and then as soon and as Mark will chime in when he needs to and as soon as Mark said oh that sound what what is that or whatever Mark says about the 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 kaiju sound, um, I'm like fuck, and I knew it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you just you just showed Cecil that you have a weakness. Yeah, he's gonna put that sound in the fucking upgraded Reanimen. Yep, and he he fought Omni Man was fighting three Reanimen, Mark One Reanimen, like like Phase One. Yeah, yeah, maybe a Phase Two Reanimen. Yeah. Um. And they were they were getting at Omni Man a little. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. They have that's this golden upgrade one. He has a whole army of them, mm-hmm. and now he's going to equip them with that sound. All those guys blasting that sound at Invincible. Like, I mean, this is going to be great for the Invincible War. Again, spoilers if you haven't read it, but yeah, yeah. All these different. We saw a Mark. We saw alternate dimension Mark. We've seen two now at least. Um, there's going to be more. Because we know mm-hmm. Angstrom could open up all dimensions, and we know, and we that, know that all in, those dimensions yeah. have evil marks. So, yep, almost every single one is an evil mark. Yeah. So it'll be. So here's what's going to be fun: is the the Reanimen, uh Cecil's going to just bust out all these Reanimen to help Mark take out these other marks, and Mark's mm-hmm. going to be like, "Wait a second, why the fuck did you have so many of these things that get that could take one of me out?" Me, yeah. And yeah. I think that's going to cause a rift between them. Of course, it's. So, I, we ha- have we seen the white room yet? Like the like the R and D white. Okay. Yes. Um, at, the, I, at the end of when when Thiesel, it might have been at the end of season one. I think it was episode yeah. eight after Nolan's done and Mark comes yeah. back. Because I know that that's when it's that's when we first lights. see it in. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we yeah. first see it in the comics, and like that's also there's such a good reveal of Mark being surrounded by Reanimen in that. And it's like he knows it. He's figured it out that he's surrounded, and then they turn the lights on, and then it's just Reanimen all around, everywhere, completely surrounding him. And that's another image that's burned into my memory from the comics. That yeah. I, I want to see it. I can't wait to see that. And yeah, it's 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 really fucking good. Um, <laughs> the that that prison that they've got that mark in in their their yeah. Pentagon that's also very very similar to where conquest gets held like the like the way that he's strapped oh, yeah. in like that just i can just see that and then they put him in a box that i think is just his head eventually like um yeah as soon as i saw like those big bindings on him um and conquest's character that we've already seen like briefly yeah. in the show yeah. so you that know it's... The, the leo dicaprio moment mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. There, was couple, there was a couple. There was a couple of 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 Viltrumites that we've seen that. I'm yeah. Like, oh, these guys have got a story. Like I know yeah. who some of these people are. Yeah. Um, and again, this is what I love about the show is it's doing what the uh, the book does, yeah. which is like lay out little tiny things. And, and so last year, like with Martian Man, or with yeah. uh, with the Martian, the Cichlids, and, and stuff like that. And this time we're getting uh, the it astronauts. Feels, it feels like the comic. It's been two and a half years. But if you just watch season one into season two, if you're catching up now and you're just blasting through them like an episode a day or whatever, you 
you wouldn't notice any difference and it just feels like they're not trying to reintroduce you to storylines they're not going like hey remember this plot line from two and a half years ago they're like you'll get it you'll figure it out like watch yeah. watch the recap if you need the recap but even if you skip the recap you'll remember you'll go oh yeah like it's the same as reading the comic you're never gonna yeah, the flip comic. back through 60 issues to go fuck what was that guy i, I know i've seen that guy before but like yeah you'll, you'll get it just read the issue you'll get it um, yeah robert kirkman will just devote a page to some random story and you're like all right i guess i'll know later and then you, there was one that was introduced later in the like show that we never saw issues. in the yeah the, the one in uh egypt that we'd never seen before yeah. in the comic that was completely a show original thing yeah. I'm and that's sure still out come there. Up. And I yeah. think about it all the time. Yeah, I and know. Like, because we Kirkman's, don't know. Kirkman's got it on a sticky note on a wall somewhere. I'll get to it like he's season got, four. He's got like a, a yellow a yellow sticky note that says mummy over here. Yeah. And then somewhere way over here on the other wall is another yellow card that says mummy. Yeah. And he, I, I, we'll see where that plays when, in. When basically, it, it's the same sort of thing. He's, he's talked about it in the old Invincible Powell's letters pages that like he'd sit there sometimes and he would be like, shit, I need a bad guy for this one. Uh, that one. Let's, let's, let's do another, yeah. let's check in with that guy. Or he'll talk about threads that he forgot about. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. shit, I never followed up on that. Um, do you, I, you know what it reminds me of? If you want to, kind of equated to something if you've ever played the game earthworm gym yeah i love it yeah yeah at the very be very beginning of the game yeah there's a refrigerator hanging from a pulley system you knock the refrigerator down it launches a cow into space yep and they're like all right this game is weird but I... then at the end of the game the last when you're facing the final boss that cow comes back into play yeah and that's kirkman is uh, uh dropping Did, the cow I, I or launching like the cow I feel like we've talked about Earthworm Jim in relation to Invincible before because it's it's a similar tone. It's definitely a similar tone. Yeah. Um, I feel funny, like space agey, weird, bright. Just yeah, weird, different, fun stuff. Like goofy at times, but still just a really good story. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that that it definitely fits in that that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I, I love it. It feels it feels so much like the comic book. The the fact that there are these threads that they'll come back. We we were so glad when the show got picked up for season two and three. So we know there's going to yeah. be a third season for sure. Um, hopefully, he's already be... talking about. He's already teasing about the cast of three being nuts. Great, great. But I think this show is doing really well. I don't know if it does like in terms of numbers, but in terms of buzz everyone loves this show if you've watched the show yeah. everyone loves the show i don't know anyone who's like yeah i'm not too into Roger. it like it's it's talked about on a lot of podcasts a lot of websites and stuff like that so that sort of engagement with a streaming show is really good so it makes me go fuck yeah amazon like just commit like let's go let's do because we'd be like yeah you could probably do it in three if you wanted to do it in three but yeah. the way that they're doing it where they're not skipping over stuff they're just they're letting it i feel breathe. like i feel like we can get to it in five seven seasons five. Hey, seven seven would be ideal i think if they wanted to they could do it in five i and that would be they could do all of it if they if they wanted to do it and let it breathe and give those moments everything that they deserve and to do everything that we want to see seven brilliant yeah six seasons yeah. in a movie I mean, eight, it's eight, eight, eight episode seasons. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's it's cliche now the the six seasons of the movie thing, but like it's I, yeah, I wouldn't mind. That, I'd love a movie of that last arc, like that. That feels epic enough to do yeah. as a big like a yeah. two hour like because these are forty five minute episodes. Enough. The Adam Eve was fifty three. Like so, let's do an hour and a half, two hours for a finale. Like when we get there, but I don't want that for years yet. And a happy ending. Like, yeah, that's my favorite thing about this fucking book. It's coming. Um, there was one thing, I just one little note because I've I've run through all my notes here, but I noticed when um Russ or fake Russ Martian Russ is uh <laughs> watching the TV, it's the first anniversary. It's the first annual like anniversary of the the original Guardians being killed. So it's been right. a year since Nolan's first thing there. We know last episode it had been a month, so. They're, they're taking some since he shot him yeah. yeah 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 yeah. but then like they basically they've stretched out the length of season one and then probably some gaps in between episodes here so yeah, yeah some time uh we haven't talked about debbie but I, we're running out of time um right. debbie and her frustration her depression the way that when she's showing that house and you've got that asshole Ugh, husband yeah. um being really controlling and just an absolute dick like i mean i don't know what it's like over there but over here, like most of the time, it's the estate agents that are cunts. Um, but, but like, um, but yeah, over there, it's it's it was it was nice to see her just not quite under her breath, a little bit louder than under her breath. Repeat that, yeah. like she's she's not your pet. Um, yeah, seeing that was like uh, okay. She she's got some frustrations, and it leads into what you were saying last week about. I don't know if this Debbie can forgive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't happen. Know. It doesn't happen immediately. Stevie, in the book. Poor Stevie takes, got spoiled. It takes a while in the books. Yeah. So I don't know if, 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 and when. I think when. Yeah. 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 Stevie was like last week. Was like, oh, I didn't know. Or I guess Tuesday. It's like, oh, I don't. I didn't know that Omni Man got back with Debbie. I'm like, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. But um, I, mean, I mean, I, think I, that... I can't imagine it happening with this one. But we'll see. I, I don't know because it involves uh, another character, and it's so <laughs> it's so much. It's so much. She like her grief, and I feel like they're they're hitting her grief and her anger and her depression and stuff so hard with the show now that it makes me go oh you're, we're getting to that other character this season whether it's like, later. Probably in, i think in the back half of this season but i think we're going to get there this season because that's it's a weird thing to say but i think that's part of her arc for moving on moving forward because um, yeah. it certainly is in the comics that's how it plays out in the comics yeah We'll see. Um, I am so excited about this show. The, the, this episode it. fired me up much more than last week. Last week, yeah, it was me great too. to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like, it felt like, like, hey, we're back. Whereas this was like, and, yeah. and now we're going. This is what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. also the, the stinger at the end where we saw Angstrom and stuff, it made me go, oh, it's juicy. We're like, we're, we're getting into that stuff. So, Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Can I just talk about Woman Donald? Woman Donald... So the, the outfits <laughs> it just looked like donald and drag <laughs> yeah. and it made me happy because i have a I, like i had this feeling like regular donald would also wear drag like there's something about donald that's always 
Like he's such, he's so straight laced, but he's so straight laced, but he's so, uh, such a company stooge that he needs to cut loose on the weekends. He needs, he, he, he just, when he, when he goes off to his private life, he needs something really to let loose. And I feel like maybe. I, I feel maybe. like that might just uh, maybe it's not it's what he does. A woman, yeah. Donald. Maybe it's just Donald, and he is uh, he's he is either trans or yeah. a cross dresser or something. And but I, I feel like that's something Robert Kirkman would play with, like especially like this this the, the as he said, like this new iteration, yeah. this like new refinement on the story. He's like, yeah, no, that's that's he's still male. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, like. Yeah, who knows? But it, it, it just knows? cracked me up seeing, just seeing him like that way was just, I don't like, know. Cecil was, really, was, was one really thing, funny. but Donald was the, the funnier look. Well, the sure. thing is, like, Cecil the uh, looked like a woman version of Cecil. Yeah. Whereas Donald still Donald looked like Donald. Like Donald with a wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't know how you pull that off in animation, but um, I mean, the facial design on Cecil was diff- definitely different. Yeah. 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 It looked like more of like a, um, like a, I don't know Helen Mirren type or something like, his, mm. like that kind of presence. Um, I don't know who did the voices, but um, I yeah I I, I I I wanted to pause it, but I was enjoying the scene too much because yeah, it's the sort of thing that you can imagine them stunt casting like Helen Mirren just for that one little like line or something. Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem with this show being on Amazon Prime is it's connected to IMDb, uh, IMDb, and it has yeah. the the X ray or whatever. So when you pause it, you can just see who it is. And so I did that real quick. Um, a couple of times and i'm like I yeah i did doing that. yeah that's the um, reason i didn't <laughs> yeah yeah uh well awesome man we'll be here next friday at nine my time yeah five my time 5 p.m yeah so That'd be fun. i should see about getting a guest cool. um yeah uh, I, I did reach out to hector i'll see if he's actually he's busy dude yeah and with the strike and just ending his, i was gonna say yeah congratulations to, to all the actors out there hopefully the deal was yeah. exactly what you wanted um yeah it's exciting times it's 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 good i'm glad that everyone is back we'll see how it goes yeah. next year with the editors um yeah. Uh, and then, like, uh, thanks for everybody for joining us in the live chat. Thanks for downloading and listening and watching our show and subbing and liking and all that stuff. Uh, Kirkman, Otley, Walker, anybody else involved with the show, if you want to be on to talk to us about Invincible, we would absolutely love you. Love yeah. for you to join us. We love you. We can love you too. That's fine. Yeah, we love um, you. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I am I'm more fired up for the show than anything. Uh, I'm not sad that there's only two left. I'm glad. That we yeah. get two more invincibles before we jump and we into know the roughly roughly when it's we know back. where it's going yeah. and it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, thanks, James. Anything else? No, that's it. I'm good. Awesome. We'll see you next Invincible Friday for an all new. 